You're listening to A Sure Hope with Pastor Dave Shank of Calvary Chapel, Cape May in Cape May, New Jersey. Join us as Pastor Dave teaches verse by verse through God's Word. to get his readers and he's struggling to get you all to believe this. He wants you all to have this assurance, this blessed assurance that comes with believing in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, believing him and trusting in his work on the cross, believing that he paid a price for you that you couldn't pay, believing in that. He wants you to know today without a doubt that eternal life is found only in Jesus Christ. It's hard to put our full trust into something without knowing what comes with it. We like to follow things that come with a promise we know will never be broken. Today, Pastor Dave wants you to know that Jesus died on the cross to take away your sins and give you the assurance of eternal life if you believe in Him. Now, here's Pastor Dave in the book of 1 John chapter 5 with today's edition of A Sure Hope. Wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul knew it. We receive eternal life not only from Jesus, but in him as well. In him as well. We accept this gift by faith. We accept it by faith, believing That Jesus is the Son of God. Because God has testified and gone on record in his word, offering eternal life to all who would believe. Not just a certain sect. Not just a certain group of people, but everyone. For God so loved the world, whomsoever will can believe. The whole world has been including in, in this. Scripture upon Scripture confirms His Word, and millions upon millions of Christians have proven God's testimony to be true. Only by doing the one work necessary, what must we do to do the works of the kingdom? Believe. Believe. Faith. Faith. Oh, it can be so difficult sometimes, can it? When we refuse to believe, John is also clear, We make God a liar. And then sadly, you have no certainties. Once you exclude God, there are no certainties except for one. You're going to get real hot. You have no assurance. When you have the Son, you have life. When you do not have the Son, you do not have life. Look at verse 12 in our study. He who has the Son has life. He who doesn't have the Son of God does not have life. Life is found in the Son. God has given us everything we need for life and godliness in Christ Jesus. This is God's witness to you. God has given to us eternal life, but the life is in his Son. You cannot have eternal life without the Son. Did you hear me? You cannot have eternal life without the Son. And in him, 
is a quality of life that surpasses everything we know. In Christ Jesus, there's a quality of life that surpasses everything we might know. It's interesting that when speaking of the kingdom of God, the Apostle Paul, once again in Romans, specifically in chapter 14, says this about the kingdom of God in 14, 17. Paul says, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Oh, what beautiful words there. And this is the quality of life that we have in God's kingdom. It is a life of righteousness. It's a life of peace. It's a life of joy. And this is the record that God has given us. He's given us this record, this age-abiding life. Life. Life of joy, righteousness, and peace. This life is in his son, and immediately there's a contrast. Immediately there's a contrast. We've been studying Solomon. Solomon had great riches. Solomon had great wisdom. He had great wealth, probably was the wealthiest king ever. But when he became an old man, he was embittered because basically he tried everything. Been there, done that. He went the whole 10 yards. I mean, there wasn't anything that Solomon hadn't tried. In fact, he says this in Ecclesiastes 2, verse 10. All that my eyes or heart desired I did not withhold anything from them. Hey, Solomon says, I did everything. I did everything. He reached the epitome of wealth, the epitome of education, the epitome of science, the whole thing. He had gone the full mile. He ran the entire distance in his flesh. It says he did everything under the sun, which means he did everything in his flesh. And what conclusion did Solomon come to? Emptiness, vanity. It's all vanity. All vanity under the sun. It's all empty living after the flesh. And this is directly opposite to what God is offering us. It's directly opposite. God's gift is eternal life in the Son. This is the different story altogether. That age-abiding eternal life, a life that is so rich, so full of joy, so glorious, Solomon didn't have. Solomon didn't have it, but yet he had everything else. Everything money could buy. Everything he could build, everything he looked at. He said, there was nothing that I looked at with my eyes or that my heart wanted that I couldn't obtain. But it was all vanity. It was all emptiness. If you today are living a life under the sun, meaning living a life in the flesh, I venture to say that you are most miserable. You're frustrated. Most assuredly, you are empty inside. How can I say that? Because I've been where you are. I've been exactly where you are, trying to live in the flesh, trying to make the flesh perfect, trying to do all things fleshly, seeking everything I want. I want what I want, and I want it now. Trying to go after it in many different ways. And all I got was emptiness. All I got was sadness. All I got was grief, frustration. This is what Solomon was dealing with. If you're living in the flesh, I can guarantee this is what you're dealing with today. 
Oh, you may be happy for a couple hours. You may be happy for a few days, but it is not lasting. That happiness does not last. And eventually you will sink into a depression. You will sink into an emptiness. You will sink into despair. And after despair comes hopelessness. This leads many people to look for a gun. But God, loving you the way he loves you, had an answer. His son, Jesus Christ. This is the record that God has been telling us. Eternal life and life is in the Son. He who doesn't have the Son does not have life. He who has the Son has life and all that entails, all that is given to him through the Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus himself said this when we studied John, the gospel, in verse 36 of chapter 3. Or John writes, he who believes in the Son has everlasting life, and he who does not believe the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. Oof. There's some heavy words there. There's some heavy words there. John explained that because Jesus is a man from heaven, there's a heavy price to pay when you reject him. A heavy price to pay when you reject him. If you reject the son, you reject the father. And then you receive the father's wrath. There is great wrath coming upon the world very soon. Great wrath coming upon the world very, very soon. It's called the tribulation and the great tribulation. It's coming upon the world. Great wrath is approaching the world. To avoid this wrath, you need to have the Son. You need to have the Son, and the Son needs to have you. Scripture says when you have that, you will avoid this wrath. To reject the Son is to reject the gift given by God, eternal life. You can't tell him, well, I'll take the gift, but I don't want the Son. (laughs) No, 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 no. doesn't work that way. The commentator Barclay said, it is not that God sends wrath upon him who rejects. It's that he who rejects brings wrath upon himself. The great Matthew Henry said this, he that is united with the son is united to life. He who has the title to the son has the title to life, to eternal life. Such honor the Father has put upon the Son. Such honor must we also put upon the Son as well. Come, come, kiss the Son so that you can live. Unquote. John really is struggling to get his readers and he's struggling to get you all to believe this. He wants you all to have this assurance, this blessed assurance that comes with believing in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, believing him and trusting in his work on the cross, believing that he paid a price for you that you couldn't pay, believing in that. He wants you to know today without a doubt that eternal life is found only in Jesus Christ. There's no other way. He says, these, in 13, these things I've written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Not only does John want you to know that you belong to God as one of his children, 
But by belonging to God as his children, he's given you the gift of eternal life. And he says, and you can continue in that. John and God the Father want you both to be assured of this. And this is truly a blessed assurance. The assurance of eternal life with God. It's a life that can only be described by superlatives. Peter speaks of this as the indescribable joy full of glory. Paul speaks of this about the peace that surpassed in human knowledge. He speaks about a love that is beyond human control and knowledge. It is a life so rich, a life so fulfilling, that it pays eternal dividends. Apostle Paul reading to the Corinthians, or writing to the Corinthians the second time, says these words in one of our favorite verses in chapter 4, verses 17 and 18. He says, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. If you have the Son, you have eternal life. You see the eternal. You see the eternity afar off. However, it is approaching very, very fast. John told us about fellowship with the world. He told us how dangerous fellowship with the world is. The world can't offer you life. The world promises life. The world makes all kinds of great promises. They promise you great life, but the world can't deliver. The world can't deliver true life. Look what John says when we studied 1 John 2, verses 15 through 17. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Abides forever. You cannot find eternal life anywhere else. I believe that what is being spoken about today is the abundant life that Jesus had come to give us, the abundant life through the Spirit of God. Where do you stand? One of my favorite passages in the Bible takes place in John chapter 11. Jesus had heard that his dear friend Lazarus was dead. So he went with his disciples to Bethany, to the house of his dear friends, Mary and her sister, Martha. And after speaking with Mary, Martha comes out, and Martha has an attitude. She's angry because Jesus didn't come earlier, and she says in verse 21, Lord, if you'd have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Jesus' response doesn't really help her. 23 and 24 She says, but even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, he will give it to you. And he says, your brother will rise again. Martha kind of sasses him. I know that he will rise again in the direction of the last day. Kind of attitude there. Still not really fully thinking about it. But then Jesus says these extraordinary verses to her. They're extraordinary because I'm sure that Martha 
thought of them. Martha thought about them, but she never really heard them before. And Jesus looks at her, and in verse 25, he looks at her and says, I am the resurrection and the life. And he who believes in me, though he may die, shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Wow, this must have made Martha's head spin. He was talking about the present time. He wasn't talking about a future time. He wasn't talking about a future day. He was talking about the present time. Her brother was dead. And he was talking about the now. The now. But see, Jesus could never leave it at that point. Jesus has got to go in for the clincher. He's got to put the onus on you. He's got to put the onus on you. Do you remember when he asked, who do men say I am? And they all gave those answers. and Then he said, who do you say I am? Well, here, he told Martha that he is the resurrection and the life, and who believes in him, though he may die, shall live. And whoever lives and believes in him shall never die. And then he looked at Martha in the eyes and said, do you believe? Ah, the key to eternal life. Jesus just offered her the key to eternal life, the key that God is offering you today. He's offering all of us today the key to eternal life. Whoever lives and believes in me, Jesus said, will never die. They won't perish. I have given them eternal life, the gift of eternal life that comes through me. Whoever believes in me, Jesus said, as the Son of God. It's impossible with one with eternal life to die or else it wouldn't be eternal. It wouldn't be eternal. We've had two funerals this week. It's been a tough week. But they moved. They went from this earthly tent into a heavenly house. They departed this earthly tent that they had been residing in for however many years they were on this earth, and they moved into a heavenly house, a place that Jesus said was prepared for them. A place that was prepared for them. Now, how was it prepared for them? Because they believed in Jesus Christ as the Son of God. By believing in him, the place is being prepared for you. And you are being prepared for that place, even right now. Think about it. They went from temporary to permanent. From restricted to unrestricted. It's going to be fascinating for us to discover what they have already discovered. What they now see with their own eyes, what they are witnessing today. New life, new body. Be with Jesus forever. When Jesus said this, this is probably outside of John 14, 6, when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, that nobody comes to the Father except through me. When he said these, that I'm the resurrection and life, this was a huge radical statement. Enormous radicals, and it demands a decision. Do you believe? Yes or no? Choice is yours. How absurd would this sound coming from the mouth of anyone else? This statement divides the world, and dare I say, divides this gathering into several categories. Those who believe and those who do not those who have hope and those who have none, those who will die and those who will live. 
In what category do you place yourself this morning? What category have you found yourself in this morning? Christian author John Eldridge wrote, Jesus is our life. We need Jesus like we need oxygen, like we need water, like the branch needs the vine. Jesus is not merely a figure of devotions. He is the essence of our existence. Whether we know it or not, we are desperate for Jesus, unquote. Are you desperate for Jesus today? Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, thus entitling you to the free gift of eternal life? Do you believe that today? You won't believe that I have another song, do you? <laughs> Oldie but a goodie. Sing it with me. Ah, I believe in Jesus. I believe he is the Son of God. I believe he died and rose again. I believe he paid for us all. And I believe he's here now. Standing in our midst, here with the power to heal now, and the grace to forgive. Let's make it personal. I believe in you, Lord. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died and rose again. I believe you paid for us all, and I believe you're here now, standing in our midst, here with the power to heal now, and the grace to forgive. Simple words. Simple words, but if you've sang them and you believe them in your heart, God has given you the gift of eternal life. God has given you that precious, precious gift of eternal life. And you can have that with insurance just by singing that song and meaning it from the bottom of your heart. Meaning what you said there from your heart, knowing that it is true and that God has witnessed that to you and you believe that with every ounce of your fiber. God said if you do that, you will be saved. You will have eternal life and you are a child of the Most High God. All privileges guaranteed. Wow. Think about that. Oh, if there's any one of you that hasn't made that decision when you came in this morning, I pray that it's as simple as that, meaning it from your heart, that you would declare those words by believing. For whoever believes upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Those are not my words. Those are the Holy Spirit words through God's word. Amen? I'd like to show you the truth of who Jesus Christ is. That you can leave here with assurance. Assurance that you have the gift of eternal life. Amen? You are We'd love to keep studying the Word of God with you again next time on Assure Hope. In the meantime, we invite you to learn more about this program by visiting our website, assurehoperadio.com. 
There, you'll find our archive of previous messages from Pastor Dave Shank available to listen to and even share with your friends and family. Just look under the Messages tab. You can listen to additional teachings from this series in 1 John or jump into another book of the Bible. A Sure Hope is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel, Cape May. If you're without a church family, we'd love for you to join us this weekend. We meet weekly on Sundays at 8.30 and 10.30 a.m. and We'd be happy to meet you and hear your story. You'll find all the information you need by visiting assurehoperadio.com. Look on our website for directions, as well as the various ministries that we offer. If you live further away or are unable to come in person, we understand and we'd still love for you to be a part of our church family virtually. You can join us for Church Online through Facebook Live and on YouTube. Just follow the links that are available at assurehoperadio.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe to keep up to date with the latest information. Well, this edition is coming to a close, but we're grateful that you've been a part of our listening audience today. Make sure you join us again next time for more from 1 John, where Pastor Dave has more to share about this book. We look forward to that time with you again as your heart is reminded of God's love here on A Sure Hope.